everyone. Welcome to the Marketing Ideas That Connect show. Here we discuss strategies and tactics on how to build great ad campaigns and the art of getting insights from all the data, plus many other topics around social and paid media. I'm your host, Gary Bolt. You can check us out at marketingideas.co.za. We are sponsored by the digital marketing agency, Famous Digital Media. You can visit their site at famousmedia.co.za. They offer turnkey online marketing and brand management services centered on the principles of inbound marketing with a huge focus on paid media. So welcome to episode 144. Today we're talking about digital activity. It's just today we're just having a catch up. Just a short podcast and a catch up about what we've been discussing in the last two weeks in our agency and just to see, you know, how things are going, uh, what's been the topics, what's been the discussions, uh, what do we think is interesting and then we just like to discuss it with our audience, our community to and then get feedback and see what uh, people want to talk about and uh, just where the conversation goes. So yeah, welcome. It's a nice day here in Johannesburg. Uh, it's month end, so we're running a bit, but I thought I'd take a quick time out to just talk about some activity and what people should do and what we, just our experience in dealing with our clients and in over the last couple of years um, in the digital marketing industry. And yeah, these episodes we publish on a monthly basis and we just want to bring you some valuable information to help you grow your business, your market share, and just some ideas about marketing. So we're talking about optimizing your digital presence or your assets. Right message at the right time to the right person within the right medium. So how active or how busy are you on social media? When last did you post? Are you doing organic or paid ads? Remember paid ads are dark ads. You don't see them on your organic stream. You should be doing both actually. If you want to build your brand, you should be doing organic and paid. But then always the question is, well, how often should we post? I mean, a, a dark ad can run for months, but an organic, how, how sh- often should we post on the different social media platforms? And it's, it is an interesting topic because, you know, we deal with a lot of clients and, you know, I look at some of their presence and like, for example, say on Facebook, they haven't published anything for six months. And it's a very negative perception. If you're looking at a company, you maybe to work there or to use them as a, as a client or, and they just don't do anything on social, but they've got an aging presence on social. Or even their website doesn't have a current blog and they haven't blogged for a year. Then it's, it just looks, you know, it looks, I always refer to it as a bit of a garden, you know, it looks a bit neglected, like, is there no maintenance here? You know, what's going on here? Uh, you know, are you going to look after my assets too? Or, or do you just not post and your presence will decline? Because remember, the lower the quality score, the lower the page rank and the more expensive it will be to one day do paid ads. So, you know, it's, you'd rather put the page, if you have a business page, and obviously we talk business pages, put it on hold or pause it or unpublish it if you're not going to have someone taking responsibility and looking at what's happening on the community management side, but also putting fresh content. And I think it, you know, it goes for, let's talk all digital platforms. You cannot, 
load it up and leave it because they deteriorate. We find that, like on WordPress, for example, there's always something to update and you've got to be careful about updating as well. But over a couple of years, the, it degrades. It's quite amazing how these digital assets have to be looked after. So it does take energy, it does take budget and a bit of focus. And either you insource it and you train up someone inside the business although there's too many skills now at hand, or you outsource it to an agency that you select to make sure that they understand your business and they can look after your assets and give you a digital uh, data and insight report every month. So if you're not getting reports on the status or the quality of what's going on with your digital assets, rather unpublish or place on hold. So anyway, the question always, and I've just got some information we found here. I found it interesting and I just want to share it with everybody. Um, I was doing a bit of research and I found some information from Rev Local. It's a blog that Emily Anthony did. And she's a blog contributor. And the question was, how often should I be posting on social media? It's a simple question. But she talks about, Emily says, the answer can be a little complicated. If you don't maintain an active presence on your social media profiles, customers are likely to choose another business when searching for products and services. And as we know, a huge percentage of clients are not just purchasing. They want to see what their friends are buying. They want to get a bit of uh, a, a reference. They want to see, you know, what have you done out there? We actually had a client, an inbound client in our agency saying, the only reason I'm phoning you is because your your Google uh, responses, you know, your your profile on Google had such good referrals, and um, you know, five star ratings are so important, and it's becoming more and more. So, but posting too often will leave your followers feeling a bit overwhelmed and give you a negative reputation. It's like someone who maybe talks too much, and you're trying to do too much and post too much. It's then it's then it's over the top. You know, and do that too long and people just get irritated with maybe, you know, stuff they're not interested in. They unfollow you and you see your subscribers going down and your graphs declining. So neither scenario, too much or too little, is really good for your business. So how often should you post is the question. Plenty of companies have contracted studies to figure out what is the best for them. And I think, yes, it's, it's, it's different for some companies. And to me, it's like if you haven't got something worthwhile to post or worthwhile to say, then rather say nothing. You know, sometimes we don't podcast for a while because if I don't have a, a topic that interests me, I'm not just going to talk a lot of rubbish because no one, then people will unsubscribe and you'll have no one left. So it's not just about I have to post and therefore do it. Then rather do nothing than post nothing but research and don't leave it too long because the whole neglect sets in. So what, and I'll carry on from Rev Local, what, what Emily says here, and she says, you know, you talk about Twitter, and I'll go through Facebook and, and the rest now, but just Twitter, is like Twitter they say you can post as often as you like, so it's a bit different to what I said just now, but the average lifetime of a tweet is between 15 and 20 minutes. So after the time span, your followers' feeds have received enough new posts, because Twitter's quite a busy place. And your, your post gets pushed to the bottom, never to be seen again. So how do you fight this high turnover rate 
to get your name out there. That's why Twitter's another game. It's it's not for everybody. Tweet periodically throughout the day, but don't overload your followers again with tweets. Most retweets happen within an hour after they publish. So a higher daily frequency like this can pay off. Still, not everyone has the time to churn out 10 or more tweets every day. It's just too much work. That's why your Twitter posting strategy should depend always on your goals. So maybe one to five tweets a day, that was social, Baker said, but it all, you know, it all comes back to your objective, your strategy. Do you want to be on Twitter? Is your audience there? You know, it goes back to the whole, um, to the whole strategy again. But let's look at, it, for example, Instagram. We found a lot of blogs and there's a lot of information out there, obviously. Aim to post once, once a day, every day. This is Instagram. Don't spam your followers with more than two daily posts. Another writer warns, try not to post more than seven posts a week on Instagram. There's an unspoken rule that you should not post multiple times a day on Instagram. Then on Facebook, most studies agree that once per day is optimal. With a maximum of two posts per day, HubSpot found that pages under 10,000 fans experienced 50% drop in engagement per post if they posted more than once per day. At a minimum, you should post to your Facebook pages three times a week. I think that, you know, sometimes we post for clients maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. Once again, is it in line with your strategy, your goals? What are you saying? What's the message? So you can see that you know, Twitter is quite a busy place. And uh, once again, it depends. We're talking organic now, hey? organic posts. So as you build your brand, as you build a community, you must be careful not to spam them with too much, but keep them interested with the right headers, message and content that we always talk about adding value and something that people want to see. Because if you engaging and, and actually entertaining and helping someone in their business, they, they would probably want to see your content because you're adding value to their life. And I think for everybody, it could be a little bit different depending on what, what media platform you are in. I also want to talk today about just, with just a little bit about paid campaigns. And, and it can be quite dangerous if you're not on top of it either. So we're talking about activity. How do you manage your paid campaigns? Is there a set budget per day and per month? Have you got a tracker? Uh, and you can do it on Sheets or there's, there's a few different programs that help you. Are you tracking what you're spending when you're doing paid media? So there were just a few things there. Something quite interesting that I found from eMarket, and it says the importance of managing your pay-per-click services has grown along with the growth of digital advertising. The estimates that digital spending accounted for half of the total media spend worthwhile in 2019 and is estimated to reach $384 billion in 2020. So you can see that is a massive amount of activity and focus on paid media. As I said earlier, we need both engines on this airplane, paid and organic. But when it comes to pay-per-click ads, paid search captured 43.9% of the total US digital ad revenue. That's pay Pay search because remember people are looking for you it's not interruptive 
reaching $54.7 billion in 2019, according to the Interactive Advertising Bureau. So the one thing we notice, though, and you've got to be, if you do paid media, and it's not for everybody, I mean, to actually be a, a practitioner, and we focus on that a lot. And if you don't keep a tight rein on your budgets, you can blow through a budget very quick and actually get into trouble because we've seen we've seen at work keywords that you can spend 700 rand a click on i've also just got a report here that the most expensive keyword in the world was 50 dollars a click it's about 900 bucks so if you if someone's clicking through your 50 dollars you're going to run out of budget in the day and then drop or if you don't have a tight rein on your limit you could get into serious trouble and it's like that with any social media paid campaign, you've got to put a limit on it on the, and then manage the activity according to that budget because, you know, we've seen it can, it can start revving a bit too high, get too a bit hot and overspend. Or some ads we've seen that they're just not spending. Where you put a budget in, there could be a problem, there could be there's a, a whole host of things. But we've actually now, because of our, search, because of our volumes on, on AdWords and our rating, we've got a someone from Google that actually speaks to us every week and goes through our ads and our panels to help us optimize and increase our score and to make sure that we get ads out there at a good price compared to the rest of the market if we keep our score up and everything fresh. So we're monitoring these ads with our team every day. It doesn't help setting it for the month or the week. It's a daily task to get into the panels. Are you overspending? Is your is your pro, are your profiles or your campaigns underspending? Are you controlling that budget? Do you have a tracker? And and I say like that in social as well, because with billions of dollars going into these panels, it's a serious thing. And if you're not doing paid media, what I always tell a client is have a look at the top five or ten competitors in your market, and just have a look. You know, you can always see sponsored ad on social or a little ad on search, and you can see. But hang on, my competitors are doing paid campaigns so are they half where are they ranking and if you're doing paid ads you can actually see your competitors and where you are with totally with impression share top of page there's all the data that you can have a look at to say well 80 percent of the time i'm in the top of the impressions that's acceptable or and how much will it cost you to get there what are your keywords costing you to actually have presence on search which you have to be on search if you how else will a customer find you when they're inbound so it's becoming a very important space. It's becoming an expensive place. The prices have gone up a bit, quite a lot in the last few years that we've seen. Some keywords in some industries are really getting expensive. Others you can still manage with a decent campaign and a good bid strategy. You can still get good results. Um, and the customers want to know, what is my total acquisition cost? And then can you get that acquisition cost down? And it's something our clients look at us and say, well, it's costing that. Is it getting better? Then optimize the campaign. Get the quality score higher. Are you improving? Are you doing better than your, your landing page experience? You're the way you've set out your ads. And way, we always talk about, well, some, some people in the past have said, well, SEO is enough. And I say, yeah, SEO is very good. You need to have a good SEO score. And we do audits for clients on SEO. But once again, you need both. You need SEO and paid because, you know, what's the activity? How, you, how, how busy are you on digital? 
So once again, it's like anything in life, we can overdo it and be a pain in the ass to our clients where we're just spamming everybody with, with emails and social. It just, it just doesn't work. All that hard work will, will, be, will actually hurt you. Or we can look at it out of a lens of a decent digital strategy, understand the audience, where they are, what irritates them, what they want to know about. As the more we talk to our customers, the more we realize where the value add is and use software programs, heat mapping to see where they go on your site and how long are they staying on each page. Because if there's a blockage somewhere, we need to know where it is and fix it. So if the ads aren't converting, or if you have massive impressions with no click-through, you may have a header or meta tag issue. You may have a, there could be a number of issues actually. So from hosting to tying the platforms together, to quality scores, to so many things. But how busy are you with your ads compared to your competitors? How many times are you going to use organic and paid? And are you, have you optimized with SEO and is it helping? Are you at the top of your SEO and are you at the top of, or the, on top, I mean the top, say, three to five, because it changes in the day, but are you ranking? And if there is someone looking for your service, can they find you and build that relationship with them? And then we talk about funnels that keep engaged. But once again, if you're going to send me an email every hour or every day because I'm in your funnel, I'm just going to unsubscribe. Remember, with the Privacy Policy and Poppy Acts coming in, you can unsubscribe and if you can't, there's a problem. You've got to unsubscribe, have an unsubscribe button that should be very easy to locate. Push it and say, I've had enough for you. I'm unsubscribing. Goodbye. And, and that's dangerous because now it's so easy for a client to jump out of the funnel, to stop receiving your emails, or go to the social media post and say, I actually want to see less of you or, or hide it or I don't want to see it anymore. Remember, the, all the social media platforms want to know what you like. And what are you looking at? What are you stopping on? What are you reading and liking? So every every platform is building a profile of you. And obviously there's, there's amazing AI that's involved that's profiling. So that's why we sometimes get stuck in different social medias. A little bit of addict, addiction may be creeping in because it exactly knows what we want. You know, look at TikTok. Look at Reels. You, sometimes you can get stuck there because... It's just, you know, if, if they know what you like looking at and they produce that, they're producing that to you in quantity, you may get stuck there. I think the activity title of this episode was, was interesting because we can see now that there's no straightforward black and white answer. It's, the, the answer is it depends, but also use wisdom and discernment and understand your customer and then you can start looking at a strategy where actually five posts a month could be okay and one blog a month could be okay and a, and a reasonable budget is giving me not a bad rate of return or not a bad acquisition rate if you look at data so if you look at data over the year over six months what's happening on mobile is there more activity there what's happening on all the different campaigns i'm running stop the ones that aren't working and keep everything fresh. So I think in summary, what I'm trying to say today is that to have another step back and have a look at your whole digital strategy. Make sure you do an audit on all the platforms that you own. Kill the ones that you're not, the, the ones that you're not posting on, kill them, delete them or unpublish them. It's very easy to do. 
and then feed the ones that are working for you that and build up that audience because it's taken us years to build up an audience on certain of the the, the company pages that we manage it's not easy to get 10,000 followers it can take years with many many campaigns that is that are like the objective could be to get likes or could be to engage it depends but it's it you know in the old days it took years to build a brand it's doing it's the same we don't just go onto Instagram or Facebook and in three months we we legends it just it doesn't work like that it doesn't matter what anyone says we really have to to feed the garden water the garden grow it maintain it keep everything trimmed keep something that's not working off remember Google indexes everything we do so whatever we do should be quality it should be managed we have to be very careful what we say and what we do on campaigns because that is a reflection of our language, our culture. Just to be careful what you do out there. Be safe and keep it fun and, and people will start liking what you're doing. And you can start building that platform of customers, culture and brand. So that's enough for today. I just thought, you know, these things came up in the week and last I thought, let me just talk a little bit about activity because it's always asked i hope i add value because it's just you know if we find it's interesting so we we want to talk about it so that's it for today we're going to leave you with our, our outro and our acronym for the day is what does apt stand for you know we've been studying a little bit of cyber security so we found some nice acronyms there apt stands for advanced persistent threat which none of us need so you can find us, uh, subscribe to our podcast, give us some feedback. You can find us on LinkedIn. My name is Gary Bolt. For more episodes, you can find us on Stitcher Radio or iTunes. We do rank quite well there. Thanks to our listeners. Just search for marketing ideas that connect. And you can leave us a, a like, a comment or a rating. You can follow Famous Digital Media on all the different platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. We won't spam you. You can read about, uh, you can actually read their blogs which come out once a month. You can just go to famousdigitalmedia.co.za forward slash fdm dash blog or just go to their page. You'll find it easy. All links referenced on this episode as well as Famous Media's social pages can be found in the show notes. So until next time, stay hungry, think big and honor God. <laughs>